Hi, everyone. This is the first episode of the COG Teen Talk, and we are Christian teens from the Church of God Sabbath Keeping, located at 312 Rexdale Boulevard in Toronto, Ontario. So we're just going to introduce ourselves and a little bit about our story of becoming a Christian. So I'm Dominique James. I'm 17 years old. And I was always kind of born in the church. My mom grew me up in the Christian faith. So that's the only thing in religion I know. Okay. Hi, my name is Sharice. Um, I'm 17 years old. And for me, it was kind of different. I actually grew up in the Catholic church. And up until I was 12 years old, when I came to Canada to live with my father, I was introduced to the Christian faith. And I think about three years later, I actually decided to become a Christian. I gave my life to Christ and best decision ever. Hi, I'm Carrie Ann. I'm 20, so I'm not a teen anymore. Um, I'm a PK, a pastor's kid. So I've been raised in this, um, but it was only until I reached like my teenage years that I made the decision for myself to live for Christ um, instead of just, you know, uh, going to church out of habit. So, mm. yeah. Okay. So the reason we decided to make this podcast was to encourage teens that are just coming into Christianity so they can hear it from an already baptized Christian teen point of view, and also to share our struggles as young Christian teens that others might relate to, as well as to reach out to other teens considering Christianity. So the context of this podcast will consist of looking at struggles we face every day as Christians and how to overcome them and grow closer to God. And just as like a little disclaimer, us as a group, we're not the perfect Christian teens. We struggle with temptations and with the faith every single day. We just want to encourage you guys and as well as encourage ourselves. So for our first episode, we would like to do a simple question and answer on topics related to us as Christian teens. So the first question that I have is, what is the biggest struggle slash temptation you guys face as a Christian teen? Um, for me, I guess it's like in terms of friends and going out and stuff, I guess that's my biggest struggle slash temptation because a lot of my friends, they tend to have stuff on Friday nights or like on Saturdays. And for me, it's really a struggle because I really want to go and show my support and hang out with my friends, but I can't because my faith is something that's important to me. So what I try to do, even though I feel sad, I sometimes I pray about it or I just talk to my friends and simply say, you know what, I really wish I could be there. But you being my friend, you should know that this is important. So you wouldn't try to force me into it. And a lot of my friends, they understand. They're like, girl, it's okay. You, I know your, your faith is important to you. So they kind of back off or they still tell me about it, but they don't really expect me to come. And I guess having friends for me that really understand 
where I'm coming from in terms of my faith really does help me with my temptation, but it's really a struggle because a lot of times I'm tempted to like really say, ask my parents if I can go. And that's another thing. Parents, they're going to say no. <laughs> you know how many times I've like begged my mom to go to somewhere on Saturday and she's like, no. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, right? <laughs> it really is so a struggle. Hard. Yeah. For I definitely me, agree with that. Yeah. For me, I would say probably like making time in my day to mm. like read the Bible and actually like spend time and because I'm a busy person, like, although, like, my mom sees my life as, oh, you have the school, you're a teen. But it's like, no, I work, I go to school, and then I have, like, my extracurriculums. I run yeah. the Student Activity Council. I also run the Black Student Union at my school. So I'm okay, I see Period. <laughs> yeah. And, like, by the time, like, I have that, do all my homework and do all, like, it's, like, two o'clock in the morning i'm tired I <laughs> i'm going those ones. so yeah it's just making that time to really like spend time and you know spend time with god yeah, yeah. i agree with you it's i have to say it's similar for me i was just talking about it the other day to somebody um i've been struggling with that too even for like a while it's been really hard getting into like putting aside time you know yeah Mm-hmm. especially when it feels like there's no time anymore especially like in quarantine your time yes. isn't really does it doesn't feel like it's broken up like everything mm-hmm. just feels like it's happening at once <laughs> and at the same time there's no time to do anything it's really yeah, weird that's so true yeah so the second question is, how do you face or overcome the temptations that the world has to offer? Or do you give in to them? And how does it make you feel as a Christian teen? And what do you think you can do to avoid it next time? Hmm. Well, it all comes with like balance. I think, especially as you learn that a lot of being a Christian is making your own decisions and your own choices as as to how you want to be perceived and how you want to please God. Um, And I think when you make those, if if you do give in and you make those mistakes, there's always that piece of you that's like, I know that I want better for myself. Like I always feel, I always feel guilty even when I do get away with it. So, yeah, I I feel like it's it's just balancing what you know you can, what you know you want for yourself and also putting that into the context of what God wants for you as well. Yeah, I think for me, like, especially as a teen, there's just so much like things that you want to get involved in, but you know you can't because like you're a Christian and it's going against like your whole like morals but it's like you know Mm. everyone's doing it or like you want to fit in and do all of that and that's like really hard because like you know you don't want to be like the odd one out you know what I mean so it's really hard when it comes to like temptations sometimes like like you know I do give into them like I know I shouldn't but you know 
and I feel <laughs> real bad after and like I try not to do it again because I know like like I shouldn't do this or shouldn't like you know this is against who I am as a person what I stand for and I like repent about it because I generally feel bad I get what you mean for me it's some it's somewhat similar to what you both were saying um in terms of my I wouldn't say my situation but in terms of my me overcoming like my temptations I feel like I have to have like a strong support system Mm -hmm. so like whether it's simply a person from our church a friend my mom for me it really is my mom and um a couple of my friends when I know I do something wrong and I'm a person that takes things to heart like if I do something wrong it'll weigh on me for a long time until I finally decide to you know break free and give it like really actually say it's time to let go even now I'm struggling with that um but it's having somebody there for me that says you know what we all make mistakes but it's how you overcome them and it's how you choose to make a decision from there on out or don't make the same mistake twice yeah for for me someone telling me that it's for me it's someone really telling me that you know what it's okay god if you just simply talk to him he'll forgive you yeah like he's not gonna hold it over you he'll forgive you and Mm -hmm. in terms of being like the oddball out I used to feel like that but then um I think it was like around grade 10 ish where I decided to get baptized I never really wanted to tell my friends but I ended up doing it because I'm like you know what it's a part of me and people need to know and I'm tired of feeling like the oddball so I just said you know I'm a Christian and if you guys have a problem with that you're not my real friends so I think it's really having those people who support you and show you that no matter if you're different God is gonna love you no matter if you're different maybe by you being different and showing people how you live through God or how God lives through you I should say it'll inspire somebody yeah encourage yeah them. yeah for sure I love that <laughs> describe your temptations of wanting to follow the newest fashion trends Mm. or social media trends Mm. oh that's me all the time (laughs) (laughs) like all the new trends are like dances and these things and some of them are fine to do of course but like I I love like fashion I love to see like the latest trends and I might not necessarily follow them but I consume a lot of that content so mm. when you're not necessarily able to participate in certain ones, it, it is a struggle. It's, it's difficult. But um, at the same time, it's about knowing your limits and knowing what you're comfortable with, what you know that you, if, if somebody were to see that coming from you, knowing whether or not that's like you could live with that, like, it's really about comfort comfort and also just just growing in that way to say that you know this is fun and it's appealing but it's not for everyone or at least not for everyone in my sphere yeah Yeah. for me I get it yeah for me it's definitely like the fashion trends like you know there's like 
cute crop tops and cute ripped jeans that are coming out and you're like oh my gosh like I want to look like her <laughs> like you know she's like rocking it and it's just like uh, I can't and then sometimes it's like so like conflicted because there is like the new generation telling you like oh wearing like that crop top is not degrading um, and God is fine with it but then it's like Sometimes my mom will be like, that's inappropriate. And I'll be like wearing ripped jeans. And I'm like, but it's ripped jeans. I don't get it. Right. I feel like, you know, but it's so hard because I like, I don't want to be looking like a grandma. I'm 17. (laughs) Thank you. I'm sorry. Somebody had to say it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, but you know what? I feel like we are sort of lucky at the same time. Because at least from what I've seen from our generation, there's a lot of people who are like, you don't have to push the trends that are happening right now. Mm -hmm. And you can be an individual, whether you just want to wear like certain certain things that are more conservative, like that's okay as long as you're for one, you can still look fresh no matter what, as long as you're dripping yourself the right way, it doesn't matter. So I, as long as you, you stand in what you're wearing and you can, you can still be conservative and fashionable and enjoy yourself and take part in certain trends that, um, that you're comfortable with, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I guess it's a fact. It definitely is the fashion thing too, (laughs) because certain things I want to wear, I'm just like, I really can't because, and especially because Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Especially because, like, I would say, like, my body type has a lot to do with it, too. Mm. So, like, certain things regular people wear that's not inappropriate, I cannot wear because of my body type. And I don't want to be, like, showing too much, you know? Right. Story and especially because... like, as my dad says, and, you know, he's a Caribbean dad, he's like, you don't have a little girl's body. So you need to be careful with what you wear. So, and another thing for me is that um, it's, it depends on the time and place. So example, um, I don't think I want to be wearing like short pants to just go like, or booty shorts, they would call it to just go outside and go out the road or whatever. If I'm going right. to the beach, yeah, because I'm going to the beach. So I guess for me, it's, 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 the, it's the time and place. There's a time and place for everything as they say. Yeah. So my parents, they're, as I was saying, my parents are very, well, they're kind of strict about what I wear because they're very observant and knowing how the world is. But certain places be like, yeah, you could wear that. It's fine because you're to get, you're with us and we're going to the beach. So it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I guess for me, it just depends on the time and place and knowing myself. Yes, I like certain stuff, but then I also evaluate would it like what? is this really what I stand for? Like, should I be going right. outside looking half naked? Like, really? You know? Some, like, I have those ones, but it's like, you know when you're going to, like, those quick store runs and you're like, let me just put on some shorts and a, like, I, you know, go. I know. My mom's like, no, I'm just going right there. Just right there. Just <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. I'm just like, every time, you know, she's like, yeah. right. You're always a Christian, no matter what. It's true. It's true. That's true. You don't get to choose when you are and when you aren't. Yeah. 
yeah that i think that's exactly what i struggle with too choosing when i want to and when i don't want to right um for sure um is being a christian teen easy no no off the bat no (laughs) no (laughs) no there's like so much that goes into being a christian teen especially if like you have christian parents sometimes you can always feel like you're being judged for not being like the perfect like you know like christian teen i know for me especially like growing up i had to like find like i had my struggles when it came to like my believing in god and my mom would be like like oh my gosh like you're crazy how do you like how are you struggling with this like god's real (laughs) and like you know and i was just um having to find that out for myself especially when I'm like around kids every single day that don't really believe in Christianity they're just living their lives however they want and sometimes like it could be conflicting because it's like oh I want to live my life how I want you know yeah but it's just I can't because you know I'm a Christian sometimes it can be like very conflicting it's a lot Mm. of like you versus self and sometimes you versus like your parents or your friends a lot mm-hmm. a lot yeah, of like, def- conflict I definitely agree with you on that um for me it's like being a teen enough by itself is already exactly hard. <laughs> putting a Christian to that <laughs> it'd be 10 times worse and as you say it is very conflicting because I remember as I was talking about when I had Um, before I had first gotten baptized like I was like paying attention to church and stuff but I wasn't really in it and then I went to this retreat that we had and that's where I full-on I remember it too like I was in tears and I was like yes I'm giving my life to Christ or whatever but then little did I know it was gonna get harder than it already was and after I have so much friends who well I wouldn't say anymore, but I had a lot of friends who, who like, they're always swearing, they're drinking, they're smoking, they're doing all sorts of stuff that I don't really believe in. And I know my parents, some, in some, some cases, my parents didn't really approve of all of my friends, but for me, I guess it was, they were like, well, you are who you hang out with, right? Yeah, and for me, I kind of, I understand that saying, but at the same time, I hate it because so many of my friends do this stuff and not once did I even even think about doing it. Right. Like I don't like smoking people are like, yeah, you should come try it with me. I'm okay. I'm good. Don't want to. It doesn't interest me. Oh, you should come do that. I'm good. No, some stuff. Yes. I fell into the temptation, but at the same time, it's like that at the same time, it's like, no, I don't believe in it. So I'm not going to do it. And then having my parents at home, I wouldn't say that they're like the traditional Christian parents, I would say, because they're they're young and they kind of like understand somewhat of what I'm going through, but at the same time, they don't, you know? So they, I wouldn't say they're so strict on certain things, but certain things, but other things, they're just like, well, you need to, you know, you need to do better. But I'm like, I don't know how. I need somebody to teach me. It's really right. hard. Like even mm-hmm. now, I've been talking to my parents, well, a little bit about how, I'm really struggling to get back into having a stronger connection with God. Like I'm really, really struggling with it. And it's been hard 
but um and express it's been hard but i'm getting through it and then i as you said like making time for god like that i guess that's what's part of it and as a teen because i have school and it's my last year in high school i'm studying about getting all my grades good staying yeah. up till all oh hours of the night doing homework and it's like did i even pray today Right. Yeah. Like it's one of those ones like did I even like what is going on? Did I pray when I got up? Did I pray when I go to bed? Sometimes I'll be like, you know God, I'm sorry, but thank you for this and that and I go my way, but I'm like, did I really like actually pray and talk to him? Mm-hmm. You know? So I guess that's what's really hard it's the time and the outside influences. Yeah, for sure. How do we find time oh. and the interest to read the Bible or do Bible study? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. Message me when you figure it out. Because um... <laughs> 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 yeah. um, it's hard for me. It's really yeah. hard because, yeah. yeah, by the time I get home from work, it's nine. No, not nine o'clock. I finish at nine. It's like nine thirty exactly (laughs) yeah and then I try like I try my best to time manage so I do as much homework as I can before work and then after work I do the rest but like I'm tired after that so I just kind of clock out like bedtime you know but um on like my weekends when it's like you know I have like the rest of Friday Saturday and Sunday to do like what I can and what I like you know I try to at least set out like 30 minutes and it also helps because my family like we do like a family type of bible study together Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where I get all like my like own bible study time from is with them it's kind of hard to do it individually on my own because mm-hmm. of my like schedule right yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. it's really between yeah like family just the sabbath in itself is a blessing because i don't think i think god knew better <laughs> that we wouldn't be able to figure out scheduling for ourselves so he said here from here to here is us it's yeah. and we're we're in it mm-hmm. um that and the youth group itself just yeah. really keeps me accountable oh, um, and it gives you like a, a weekly reminder almost that uh, where you can be like introspective with yourself and think about those things, you know, like whether or not you've been spending enough time and if there's things that you need to change or if there's people you need to check up on, like those different things, um, they all come into play, um, or at least I think about them a lot more because of the youth group. So that's yeah. really helpful. <laughs> Especially with like the youth group, um, like it helps me a lot, like during my week, especially since I don't have a lot of time to like, you know, do like my own individual things. So like when we have like those um, Friday prayers or like um, those check-ins, uh, those are like my only time like during the week where I actually get to spend like I guess individual time with God although I'm with like everyone else so mm-hmm. it is like very helpful although like my youth pastors probably don't even know that 
But <laughs> don't kill me. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's, it's like it, our schedules are really like hectic. And even for me, I don't have a job right now. I'm currently looking. Pray for me, guys. Um, <laughs> I don't have one, but even still, like for me, I feel like my schedule is so messed up and hectic. I have school. I get a break, but then when I'm in the break, I'm doing homework. I'm doing assignments. Yep. And then right now, currently, I'm going through like a little hiccup, I should say, in my faith where it's hard for me to like really pick up the Bible and read. So I really don't have an answer on how to make time. I guess it's just, it depends on your relationship with God. And right now, for me, mine is not very strong. I'm like, when I say not strong, it's like, I'll have like a little glimpse of time and I'll sit there and be like, I don't feel like reading it. Right. And I'll try my best. And I have a, and this is why I say I'm more of like a person who needs that support. Cause I was talking to my friend and she's like, you know what? I'll try to help you. So she calls me every day and we try to read our Bible and talk about God and whatnot. And we decided to start a Bible plan together and it's been really helping me because she tries to remind me, you know, we have to read our Bible. Did you read your Bible today? Did you this? And I, it really is helping because I'm starting to feel a little bit more inclined to read it. Whereas before I was totally, I don't want to read. I don't want to pray. I don't want to make time for God. I don't want to do this. And it's terrible that I feel that way. But as I said before, it really isn't easy being a Christian. You're going to have your times where... You don't feel like doing certain stuff, but you have to find a way to come back. Even as simple as taking a second, you could be cooking, for example, what I try to do even while I'm cooking and it's on a slow, it's it's on the lowest temperature. I simply stand up and I say, you know what, God, I really feel bad that I haven't been talking to you. You know what, help me make time for you. Help me create time to talk to you. Help me right. create time to read my Bible. Even something as simple as that, you just say, help me and see where it goes from there you know yeah but like the addition like an addition onto the interest thing for me like before when I would like neglect reading my bible it wasn't so much like oh I didn't want to learn about God it was it was like kind of like the words and how long it was right like yeah the thickness of the bible is intimidating (laughs) (laughs) there's lots of words and it's long especially since like it's numbered by verses it's like oh my gosh I'm trying to read like I don't know John chapter 6 and I'm seeing 40 verses like yeah I don't want to read that much sure kind of like that for me it was just like the reading part I don't want to read it but how I like overcame that was um I found like one like easier versions of the bible to read like versions mm-hmm. that broke it down and even made the words like shorter or like the sentences shorter so it wouldn't be like 40 verses it could be like i don't know 30 something and um that helped me like a lot when it came to like the struggle of reading my like the interest of reading my bible you know a suggestion i would have try breaking it down i learned that like i learned that when I was trying to like really study the Bible, 
I started breaking down stuff because I'm like, I'm going to force myself to read this and then I'm not actually going to be thinking about it. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to be like, okay, let me just read it quick because it's going to be so long. I might as well just read it. But am I really like studying and listening and actually trying to understand what it says? So I started breaking it down and then going from there. So that way I'm actually getting what God is saying to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so moving on. <laughs> Are there ever times where you feel unworthy of God's love and how do you overcome it? Oh, constantly. <laughs> like it, it, especially when you look at, you know, things that are happening in the world between COVID and certain injustices. And for us, like the people in this podcast, we are a part of so many different minorities where it's like, you're just watching things happen to people. And it's like the fact that you weren't a part of some of like the awful things that are happening today and that you didn't fall into like a number of deaths or Mm. things like that like I constantly feel like why me like not to say that it should happen to me I hope that it doesn't but like the fact that we're here like even this morning is is insane to me sometimes Mm -hmm. but I think it's just remembering that even the people who are gone at this point um so long as they've had that introduction to God and they've lived even a portion with him, that's as much as they could do in that time. And it, it really helps me to remember how important my time is and how mm-hmm. much I want to spend it with him um, and with other people telling them about him. Yeah, sometimes I feel like, what I do in my daily life is just not good enough and it makes me feel bad as like in myself and as a person like forgetting or not forgetting but if you have that mindset that oh you're not worthy of God's love it can really like deteriorate your self-confidence and Mm -hmm. like how you actually love yourself because it's like how could God love me if I'm doing this like if you have that mindset it can really bring you down. And like how I overcome that is like, God chose to wake me up. He chose like, you know, God has done so much in my life for me. And I just like think back to the things that he's done for me. And I like, like notice from those, like I'm like highly favored. Like as a kid growing up, um, my dad, he passed when I was really young. And we thought like oh my gosh like this is like the end of the world but like look at where I am now like you know Mm -hmm. I'm graduating from high school I'm on the honors roll (laughs) my sister moved out she's paying rent on her own like we're all good you know like so I really think like he's brought me so far in my life from where I was before or where I could have been or like you know Mm-hmm. so that's how I just really view it like he's brought me places that I didn't even know I could go or do things I didn't even know I could accomplish even in myself when I didn't believe I could do it he knew that I could you know it's funny that you you say that because honestly right now that's what I'm struggling with like believing in myself like I'm so basically what you're saying is like having positive thoughts about it and that is actually helping me because right now 
I'm like, I have a negative mindset and I'm trying my best to like every day I'm trying to say like positive, look at myself in the mirror and try to remember positive things. And that really helped me because it's funny, as I say, God works in mysterious ways that you would say something like that because it really, it really is helping me slowly by slowly, but surely that having a positive mindset can help in like in strengthening your faith as you were saying yeah yeah I totally agree like on my days where I feel down like before I go to bed I just have to like sit down and like just like meditate and just be Mm. like okay like like if I'm not feeling like worthy of God's love like I'll sit down and really be like okay this is what he's got me through so I know for sure like he loves me but you know what for me I feel like no matter I guess it's really just believing in yourself as I say because I'm this is where I'm stuck with is where I I'll tell myself that but then not like I don't believe it right because there's a difference between trying to tell yourself that and then actually believing it in your heart and that's where I would say I'm going like I wouldn't say I'm going wrong but like I'm really trying to get over with it's that believing in yourself so you know what though go ahead oh sorry it's just sometimes it it really helps to not force yourself into that attitude like Mm -hmm. understanding where you are in that moment which you're obviously like at a place where you understand what you're feeling and you want to just make those steps to go forward just knowing that you're in that place um and acknowledging that and being able to take the smaller steps forward is really important just allowing yourself to feel that that way and being able to to move out of it instead of pushing yourself through you know yeah it's true yeah for sure what is it like being the only christian in your friend group well can i see some yeah like although my friend is not like directly the same faith as i she is like a christian still So I guess I'm not really the only one, but in terms of before, I kind of felt like it was kind of awkward because I'd want to do the same things they'd want to do. And at a certain point, I hit it. Like a lot of nobody except my close, close friends knew I was a Christian. So I'd be Mm -hmm. acting just like them, doing the same. I'm going to tell you guys, I was doing the same exact thing as them being very unholy. But you know (laughs) what? I got out of that mindset and I was just like, you know what, Sharice? No, you need to tell them, and they need to. Res- and if they don't respect you, then they're really not your friends. So, oh, definitely. I guess I just took a step back and said, "Is this really what being a Christian is? It, I can't have my foot on one side of the fence. It needs to be on either side. It can't be in the middle. There's no in the middle with God. You have to be. It's either you're all the way God or you're all the way on the other side. You know. Yeah. So I I told myself that, and I was like, well guys i'm a christian <laughs> and it was at first it was kind of like oh like you can't do this and this with us and i was like Mm-mm. it's so weird i i for me i guess like because i grew up in a large family and we were, were all christian i was very vocal about the fact that i was a christian from when i was young mm-hmm. but what it took me my my problem 
became that I didn't want to seem holier than thou for other people. Like I was doing my thing. I was on my grind, but at the same time, I didn't want people to feel like I'm imparting like judgment on them or that they have to be living like me or, you know, like, or, or they're not enough. Mm-hmm. So that, that's been like a, a long journey for me, like trying to meet people at their level, um, not necessarily conforming, but like understanding that people were not raised the same way that I was. Mm-hmm. And being able to know my moments as to where I'm both their friend and a Christian um, and not constantly, you know, like judging people because that's like the, you want to you want to empathize and be able to have that trust with people instead of just knocking them down for everything. that Yeah, they do. I agree. I this a similar situation. happened with me actually and I legit said you know what this is my beliefs I'm not saying that I hate you because you're this and that I'm just saying this is what I believe in but that doesn't mean I'm gonna I'm just gonna say oh you're gonna die you're going in hell I'm like no don't I'm like yes there's gonna be some people who do that which I think is wrong because God loves everybody whether or not you're you're um not on his side he loves you either way is for me it's just about telling them well being honest and saying you know what i i believe in this i don't really support what you're doing but i support you as a friend and i slowly like try to say well maybe if you do this or like i do it in a slick way that doesn't really (laughs) say i'm trying to like you know change them or whatever the case is or trying to seem like i'm so holy that um they can't be around me is what i'm trying to say you know what i mean yeah for me it was like when I like vocalized that I was a Christian and then like maybe messed up in front of my friends they made me like feel terrible about it they were like yeah I thought you were supposed to be walking with God what's wrong with you I'm like I'm still human right thank you like you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like I'm not Jesus himself like you know (laughs) like like, you know I'm still like me I'm still a person and they would make me feel like bad to the point where it's like okay like I'm just gonna stop like voicing that I'm Christian and just like Mm. do but I think that's a big part of like people's perceptions on Christianity yeah which we we already recognize that there's no place that you have to be at to start being to start walking in the faith like yeah I can still be very similar to you but the difference is that I have a hope of getting to another place and Mm -hmm. personally being convicted to change my ways you know so even though I may make those mistakes and even if you were a Christian in that moment and you made those mistakes I know that for one for one thing I'm forgiven and also that I'm going to work to make that forgiveness mean something to to me you know like yeah. prove myself worthy of that exactly I think even in my friend group a couple of times like I know there's this one kid from church who I know who goes to my school which I hate but <laughs> um he said to me I did I, I said something where I did something and I was like and he's like oh I thought you're supposed to be a Christian I was like you know what don't try to school me on being a Christian because first of all, where are you? 
like I don't see you we don't have conversations I don't see you at church I don't see you actually trying to be better you're doing just as bad as me so don't try to make yourself seem better than me and I'm like I make mistakes I'm human I realize that I'm not perfect um I'm like as the bible says we we wrestle against flesh and blood Mm -hmm. and whatever the case is I'm I'm like I'm human like I really you you're telling me you expect me just because I'm Christian I'm gonna be perfect that's not how it it's actually the total opposite yeah like you make more mistakes than you than you would if you weren't yeah especially because you can check them yeah exactly that it's like though like everyone's walk with god was gonna look completely different thank you and i feel like a lot of people always try to make it look like oh as soon as you start walking with god you should be perfect you should look perfect you know it's not the case (laughs) not the case like you fall off like you know the temptation is 10 times stronger exactly exactly yeah and I feel like people need to stop imposing that kind of like view, especially on teens. Like I get that a lot from like the older community in Christianity where it's Listen. like they're always judging me for like doing certain things. Like I'll have braids in my hair or something and they'll be mm. like, oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Or like, you know, I'll think I'm going to church looking cute. And then they'll be like, yeah, that dress. No. And it's just like, oh, Okay. Like, you know, sometimes oh, yeah, you it's feel difficult. like real bad about yourself. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not saying like, oh, if God told you to speak to me about something then like, you know, by all means, but it's just like, don't discourage people. You could do it in a nicer way. Yeah. And also like, if you don't know people's situations, like that could have been like the only church address I had or something. And I just really wanted to go to church that day. And then you just made me feel like crap. (laughs) Like, oh, you know? So I feel like people need to stop. Like, Christianity is different for everyone. And their walk with God is always going to differ. Right. It's true. It's very true. Um, Oh, I don't like this next question. (laughs) What is it? Hold on. (laughs) Say it. Say it. What is it like dating as a Christian teen? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I am. I am. I. So I've been in what our generation calls situationships. Um, uh, thank you. I've yeah. never. I've. I'm twenty years old. I've never. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh no, 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 Miss Man. Um, yeah, I'm twenty years old. Um, this year going on 21 and I've never been in a relationship so I don't really know like for me it was a lot of uh, I, I you know like I, I don't I'm Maybe not, not like, per se super like, forward but like, I would say like usually I have intense when I go to date people like a lot of people in my friend group they date people for fun and then they're oh. like, oh, well, summer's oh. coming, so I'm going to have to drop that. Like, a summer fling. That's not, <laughs> no. that's not, exactly, like, that's not what I intend to do. Like, even if I wasn't, even if I weren't a Christian, I think I would still want my relationships to mean something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or, like, to, I would date to marry, you know? Like, so for me, it's been, like, a long struggle of making sure that, 
for one, I'm not judging people too harshly. And also finding people who have those same values as me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, personally, I just haven't seen. But that could change. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like um, dating as a Christian teen can make you seem like you're coming on too strong. Because like mm-hmm. you're kind of just like, oh, this is what I want. Like, you know, you know what you want. Right. A Christian teen, like. Hey, I'm not doing this to like mess around with you to have little fun like I need like a long run type of thing and I right. feel like it could be just like unloading a lot on like the person although like I feel like that's what relationships should be but some people, <laughs> some people don't view relationships like that so I guess, just like I'm not in this for like a fling uh oh like I'm your like sometimes person like no it's just like Mm -mm. I need this (laughs) you can't give me this then we have to part ways and then people think like (laughs) you're over dramatic and just like you're doing too much but it's like no I know what I want I don't want to be that girl that everyone says like oh yeah her Mm -hmm. she mess around (laughs) yeah never me never that (laughs) <laughs> no it's just like it's hard because a lot of people don't have the same values as you and a lot of people don't even like really consider like what relationships like the stakes of them like yeah. you know but you, you it's know not what? fun it's hard <laughs> but you know what I guess it's also because of the new definition I would say of a relationship nowadays the, a definition of a relationship is so different from what it used to mean back then. So, yeah. Back then, it used to actually like mean something. Now, there's so many different meanings that are put towards a relationship that it really, dis- yeah. it really, it's really hard for people to understand or be on the same level. And I yeah. guess for me, like what I like, what what's hard? I guess it's you want to find a. Um, uh, you want to get into a relationship where you guys like are I wouldn't say like at similar levels in terms of your faith or whatnot but in our church there is barely any guys our age let's be honest like there's barely any yeah um so it's like where am I gonna find one in their church then it's like I want to like if you try to find one outside they're all about something else yep so it's like that's where I think it's really a struggle for me it's like I don't like it's like I pray God will find one for me but it's like where am I gonna find them or even at least try to see because there's nobody nobody there's nobody in our church and then there's it's like I don't want to like it's not that I don't want to date somebody outside of the church but I haven't found a person who like they s- sort of understand on the same level you know what yeah. I mean yeah also I don't think they respect like boundaries like yes. if I see like hey I don't want to like do things until marriage people think that's so absurd and yes like, why why like if you Which plan is- on like you know being loyal and like you know then it should be like you know like a present. it's just interesting like- to me because it's also like or at least from a lot of like the the things that I've seen like even like scientific studies a lot of people in terms of like surveys will say like I wish I had waited like you know like 
these things mean a lot more to people when they're done obviously with the right person and with the right timing so yeah it's 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 a really interesting game that has led to a lot of people who may not who who were only like brief periods in my life but like at the same time maybe that's just what it had to be it's true it's true yeah that's really true i know like a lot of people that was like i will not like date a girl that's not gonna like you know like do things before marriage and it's like that is so selfish you're not considering what she wants like you know and it's also like there's a lot of power in that you know yeah because some like you said like a lot of people will look at people and they'll think oh you know like she just gives herself away and while that's a whole other conversation it's the fact that you know like having that sort of like knowing where you stand with yourself and being okay to share that with other people like I if that's how you roll then that's you but that's not me and that's just gonna keep not being me there's gonna be somebody who respects that for you maybe they're not here yet but they will be it's true and I yeah as you were saying it really depends on like if the person truly did love you or they really truly wanted something with you they would wait. wait despite them wanting to do it they'll wait but um yeah I guess for me it's um it's re- it really is a tricky thing in terms of that subject even just dating in general like bro you know. thank thank you <laughs> me uh, having like this is it's so crazy i'm like god probably god probably put them in my life for a reason like the the guy friends that i hang out with i'm like i thank god that he did that because the conversations that i listen to and oh, have god. with them it's like yeah bro really, really? this is what you guys are doing I'm like, this is what you guys are doing? Oh, say less. So I'm like, oh, I keep that in. I feel like it's information being given to me so I, I can yes. see through people's lies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, wow, this is really what people d- these days that's really... That's how y'all live in? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how to put it. And it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, The last question is, how are you guys enjoying being a Christian teen? I mean, I'm not one anymore, but it's, I think in the long run, it really does help, especially at this age. Um, Obviously, there's no right way to do it, but like having that sort of guidance around you and just this lifestyle of self-improvement and, uh, you know, like bigger picture things, it really Mm -hmm. helps to assume the people in your life and the direction that you go with certain things. Um, And I think it leads you away from a lot of mistakes and helps you to observe people instead. Like I, like you don't have to go through everything to learn it. Sometimes just like Cherie said, observing people, you learn enough to say, all right, I'm not doing that or I need to get on that train or whatever like it I think having 
Christians around me and also just having the the word was really helpful even though I didn't see it in that moment um Mm. just to shape me into the person that I am now yeah for me like always having a community there for you like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like whenever I feel any type of way I have like my youth pastors or um I have my friends at church I could talk to and I have God I could talk to like I'm never like alone Mm-hmm. And have um, people that can encourage me. Like, church is, like, my second home. Like, you know what I mean? I, yep. like, spent, well, before quarantine and all this. I just, <laughs> yeah. Every Saturday at church for, like, I don't, how long does our church run? Like. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't even run that long. It's the parents. It is the parents that <laughs> decide parents. to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, I established, like, great friendships from just being there. And it's just like knowing I have a friend in God and I have like common interests with all of these people and they're all like there for me, even like outside of church. Like I could just talk about normal everyday life things with you guys. Cause mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. Like although as hard as it can be, it's also like such a great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it is. To me. I like I actually find it enjoyable I didn't I was kind of surprised because when I first came up never did I think I would be here and meet such great people because I've been here for five five years and a couple months and it's crazy because I didn't think I would form such strong relationships because although I may not talk to you guys as often when I do talk to you guys I feel like it's a sh- like it you could like I could really talk to you guys you know right And I love that I have that support with my friends that even if I'm going through something that it may not have to be necessarily with my faith, it could be outside um, influences or whatever the case is, you guys will still be there to talk to me. It's not like it's a church friendship. You know what I mean? Right. It could be about anything. And even as Dominique said, whenever, when I, I know for a fact, my dad is a part of the ministry at our church. And he doesn't, I don't think he likes to go home. Personally, I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't think he's he staying yeah. there too long. But I enjoy it because. Hey, like, happy birthday to him too. Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> I'll tell him. <laughs> usually he, um, usually I have that time to spend with my friends. Like we all disappear somewhere in the church building. Yeah. And we go and have our conversations. We joke around, we play games. And I feel like that's really what I enjoy because just because we're a Christian or whatever the case is, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to, um, that we have to, what, that we have to, sorry, I'm stuck, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to, um, you know, just talk about church. Like Christianity is such a like flexible faith. Like, you know, you can experience it in any way. And it's like being a Christian is not boring. Like I'm in the youth department. We've done like so much fun things. We went to Wonderland. We went <laughs> and like, you know, had like movie days and church did, retreats. Like, yeah. yeah. Retreats. And it wasn't even like, like when I first heard about the retreat, I was like, oh no, like they're going to have me praying all day. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. I loved the it. It was actually so fun. Like they gave us time to ourselves. Like, Christianity is not all like some people probably think it's a real like oh 
you're gonna pray this time like it's strict it's not it's really actually like an enjoyable faith like I really yeah. enjoy the freedom I have when it comes to Christianity like in like, general I think you realize like I know we talked about a lot of like the restrictions and stuff like that but mm-hmm. you don't lose you know yeah. like yes there are certain things that I'm not necessarily doing but like the longer that you're in it sometimes you don't even want to do those things like yeah. there's so much there's so much that happens in my life because of my faith and there's so much that's been added to my life because mm-hmm. of it like like we said we're super busy like we're never like oh I'm bored and I have nothing and I'm lonely like there's always someone or something like because it's so enriching like there's mm-hmm. so much to do it's true yeah. it really is true I think even like people think that Christians are boring I'm like we're really not we're the same as you is just we have a certain understanding I mm-hmm. should say we're not really boring we don't necessarily do exactly the same things um secular people do or regular people do we we um we have our different things that we don't, we can't do, but we have our things that we could still do that regular people do. And I think that we have fun in our own way. Even like the church retreat, as much as it, as much as it was a church retreat, we still had time to bond on regular stuff, oh, yeah. like playing sports. <laughs> I think that's the highlight of me being a Christian, to be honest. Having yeah. like that church retreat, I thought it was so fun. Dominic, you remember last year, <laughs> all this rolled down a hill, but anyway... <laughs> It was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun that people are just like people really think we're boring, and it's like no, we actually have fun the same way you have fun. It's right. Just, and sometimes it's just in a different way. Yeah, we can still like follow fashion trends and do like you know, like I'm a Christian. I could still like go to a party. I'll be on TikTok. See me twerk. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. Christianity is like so flexible and that's what I like like about it me too I I love it yeah so um this is the end of our Christian team talk (laughs) Q&A and at the end of every COG team talk episode we'd like to leave you with two bible verses for encouragement and the first one is from Deuteronomy Uh, I butchered that sorry Deuteronomy (laughs) <laughs> it's okay girl it's okay i can't talk today guys it's okay but you know what i'm trying to say um <laughs> 31 um verse 6 which says be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the lord give for the lord goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you and the second one is from Psalms 73, verse 26. And it says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is my strength Amen. of my heart and my portion forever. So thanks for tuning in to our very first COG team talk. Make sure to subscribe and tune in next time. And until then, stay blessed, everybody.